0: Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for Guitar Dads by Guitar Dads. This week, another band gets their chance, Pink Floyd reunites, kinda, and the guys debate whether or not the Grammys are more useless than the neck pickup on an Esquire. Has Matt been wrong all these years? This week on the Guitar Dad Podcast. Now, two dudes who are just happy to not be nominated for anything, Matt and Dave. (laughs) Hello everybody, I'm Matt. And I'm Dave, and welcome to the pod, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. Or welcome for the first time, if you're listening. We uh, welcome aboard. We appreciate you uh, checking us out.
1: Yes, very good point. Welcome aboard, if this is your first time. If this is your first time, welcome. Thank you for listening. Tell all your friends. And um, yeah, yeah, Dave, give them the socials, man.
0: Yeah, just in case, if you are a Guitar Dads Podcast virgin, let me just tell you, you can find <laughs> us on Insta- on Instagram, at Guitar Dads Pod. You can also, uh, you can join our new Facebook group, at Guitar Dads Podcast. Just uh, find us on Facebook somewhere, we're in there somewhere. And uh, check us out on YouTube, we're posting clips on Instagram and YouTube all the time, and... And all that stuff, and um, yeah, once in a while we're uh, we're occasionally on Twitter too. So Acetard Dad's Pod on Twitter. So make sure you check us out, um, and we got a lot of cool stuff that's up there right now on uh, on the tube and on Instagram. Uh, particularly our chats with uh, Henry James, the uh, lead guitarist of Robert John and the Wreck, that we did uh, recently. Awesome and, uh, also band. Our, uh, also, our chat with uh, with Ryan Burke of 60 Cycle Hum, which we had uh, we had him on a couple weeks ago. That was fun, so you can check that out, too.
1: 60 Cycle
0: Humcast.
1: cast. Yeah. Yes, definitely go check out those pods. Those are some great episodes. And we got another great
0: episode for them today, right, Dave? Oh, that's today? <laughs> like, that's now. Yeah, that's what we're doing it's, now. It's Friday night. I thought we were just going to f- kind of lay back, lay low, and relax yeah. and, and chat.
1: Yeah, I thought the same, too. Yeah, well, I'm drinking my... Um, my Mexican mule here. There you
0: go. Looks good. Yeah,
1: cheers. Okay. Cheers. There you go. I got <laughs> my bourbon as bourbon. usual, and I'm we're ready to get my bourbon. Now that we're all kind of lubricated up, let's get going into the news and notes. News and <laughs>
0: notes. Oh, there's the there's the intro. It must be news and notes time. Okay. Did you time. hear? Did you hear? I know you heard this. I yeah. ask you every week, and I know you heard. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, uh, Mammoth in uh, in the in the Mammoth has had to cancel a couple dates. Actually, they had to cancel their dates of the rest of the tour. Oh, they with, did. Uh, Dirty Honey because so Wolf went to the Grammys. And then he came back, and he—I I guess like a bunch of people on the band or the crew uh, got COVID, so they had know, to cancel.
1: I know, I know, I know. What a and bummer! And so,
0: Dirty Honey, Dirty Honey's taking it, taking it to the next level, and they—they're uh, bringing. it we we're going to talk about some bands later on in the, the pod, but they're—they're uh, kind of keeping it together and they're finishing the tour. So, like, yeah, kudos so, to them.
1: Yeah, kudos to them. Dirty Honey has kind of loaded the bill up in the absence of Mammoth with all kinds of killer bands, which we'll we'll, we'll preview at least one of the bands Um um, and there's a couple of them that are playing with them that I've never heard of that I, that I need to check out. But Dave actually checked check out one out. of them, and one of them is very killer, and we'll talk about that later. But, yeah, I mean, poor Wolf. Hopefully, yes. Wolf didn't get COVID, but, like, a bunch no. of people in his band and crew did, I guess. So, yes. so they had to put – I mean, this COVID thing, like, this is just the way it's going to be. This is just the endemic state we're in with COVID. So
0: that's life. That's life. That's life. It is what it is. Uh, Moving on. Did you hear this? This is kind of a big deal, I think. Um, uh, Here in the U.S., uh, Congress has uh, been putting more pressure on Spotify, particularly for their discovery mode. Um, So basically the the gripe here is um, the bands are only only benefiting in discovery mode. Uh, So discovery mode only yields – more if, if discovery mode yields more total streams for an artist across their entire catalog, and it's not just the track covered by the program, right? So, basically, Spotify is kind of taking a lot off the top here, not giving and not giving the uh, the artist their money if they if they. So, am I understanding this correctly? Like, if you if a band puts out a song and it's on Spotify and you listen to it. And it comes to you via discovery mode, you know, via like the the algorithm, or if you search for something else, and then they they recommended that. And uh, am I am I totally understand? I'm not. I'm not quite sure. I, like, I have no idea, Dave. Period. This was.
1: Dave, this was your news. As item, I'm talking, have, as I'm talking this out, I'm I have like, no Wait idea what Discovery Mode even is. I'm an Apple Music subscriber. I don't really use. Spotify. So I, I
0: think that. So let me see if I can clarify. I think I think the, the the problem here is the artist only benefits if Discovery Mode yields more streams for the artist across their entire cat. Meaning, if Matt Tobin puts out a, a song, if Matt Tobin's got a song on Spotify, yeah, and and I and I listen to it but I don't listen to anything else in your catalog, then you lose out. Oh.
1: okay. So, so what there, does that mean? That, that means that, Spotify isn't paying the artists gonna, the same they're rate for Discovery Mode? They're not going to pay the mode? the same rate. Yes. Wow. So like this is, wow, that's really interesting. Typical so, so,
0: Friday night Dave trying to explain stuff so, after a little bit of bourbon.
1: <laughs> or a lot of bourbon. Or so, a lot of bourbon. So Spotify is actually <laughs> coming up with new ways to screw artists this yes. is really interesting and US Congress you know good good on that I'm really surprised that our our government is on top
0: of this because like they don't seem to be on top of much <laughs> <laughs> no they don't but they seem to like be really against like the Spotifys and the Apple music hey, of the world and you know
1: that's great hey you know what good for them you know with all the problems in the world they're focused on this kind of interesting but um <laughs> but um you know what <laughs> no. yeah I mean they should I mean look Spotify you know we just pay the artists what they're doing Dave and I have talked about this in the past about Spotify Spotify I am, I am totally comfortable paying a little bit more we've said this about Apple Music about Spotify yes. about all the other streaming services how unbelievably cheap it is to have the kind of catalogs of music at our fingertips. It's like, it, like for, for the consumer, it's absolutely incredible. And it turns out if you don't turn around and pay the artists, it can be pretty profitable. Although, you know, Spotify, it's not quite clear how much they're making and it's, you know, it's a little bit unclear, but you know, in the end, there's a lot of money that's, that's flying around on this stuff. Right. Yes. Spotify as a company is worth billions and billions of dollars. Um, so, so it's kind of interesting, right? It's like, you know, how much can the market kind of bear on these things? Can the market actually sustain people paying a little bit more, right? For for things like Spotify if that means It's going to get it's yeah. going to get
0: really interesting with yeah. with inflation the way it is and, and and everything else going on in the world. It's going to get really interesting if if, you know, if uh, companies like Spotify and the like start to kind of push rates a little bit higher, and let's see what the market bears, because right yeah. now there's a lot of other factors here, you know? Well, if we yeah. Whereas like five years ago, those factors weren't as much at play.
1: No that's true. And if and if we're honest, I think the main argument that most people are making is Spotify should keep less of the money and give more to the artists. I think we all know like that's just not going to happen. <laughs> no. Like it's just not going to happen. You know, but if there's some like, you know, maybe there's a government regulation that comes out, maybe there's something, that's only going to lead to higher prices for the consumers, but I've said it before, I'd be willing to pay a little bit more. How much would I be willing to pay? I mean if we think about that we pay $200 a month plus I think what's the average cable bill and tag on all the streaming you know people are paying 300 bucks a month for all this they stuff.
0: are and when you think about it when I think about at least the stuff that I'm paying for in terms of my streaming outside of music so I'm talking just like TV right I am not really taking advantage of maybe more than ten percent of what's offered out there. However, when it comes to Spotify and Apple Music and these other streaming you know, music streaming services and podcast streaming services, yep. I full I almost take, you know, full advantage. I've listened to a ton of stuff. So yeah, I'd be yeah. willing to pay a little bit more because I definitely benefit from from the service.
1: Yeah, and I think music fans would and I think the issue is would the average would the average fan be willing to pay you know twenty thirty forty fifty dollars a month for these uh, services? No, I, I don't think you're going to yeah. see it
0: get that high either because yeah. because of I mean maybe maybe you know years from now but I just don't think I don't think that's what the I don't think that's what consumers are going to be I mean it's certainly if you get upwards of like because what's Apple Music for a, for an individual account is what like ten it's bucks like ten a month,
1: bucks a right? month it's like ridiculous
0: so, so be your your I mean Apple I. I mean Apple's never gonna you're never gonna see that rate go up to like, you know, 50 bucks a month. No, unless you're right cuz they, in, cause they in, would lose so many people unless they're offering something else. They're going to lose a ton of people unless they're offering something else along with that. Like maybe that maybe you start seeing like, you know, 30 bucks a month unless you also have some of their other services yeah, or bundles, some, Whatever it else yeah, it is, their bundles, bundles yeah. and then we'll give you the discount on the on Apple. Yeah, business. yeah, yeah.
1: No, Dave, that makes a lot of sense. I think we're going to start to see that, but this is the thing, right? that's gonna, you know, we've set this precedent now for, you know, years now of this is what it costs for these streaming services. And, you know, you should just be entitled to, you know all this entertainment and everything that it is, right? It's kind of interesting because when you think about the other streaming services, when you compare it to like a Netflix and these other things, these these guys that are doing, you know, the, these famous actors that are putting movies on Netflix, they're getting their paydays. Why aren't the artists on these streaming service getting their? They're paydays? totally getting their
0: paydays, or at least as far as we know. I mean, I'm sure no. As far, I mean, why would they are. do?
1: Why would they do it? Right? Yeah, like the, like actors aren't getting screwed on like Netflix and streaming services. Why are why why are the why are the artists getting screwed on things like Spotify? Like what the That's like this model a- this model is just broken and you know maybe it's going to change at some point but I think this is the new world we're in and it's really yeah. hard to raise prices to your point Dave. I mean you can creep them up over time but it's it's a tough go out there especially with inflation the way it is like you said. So anyway, no, let's, let's not I get think, into the economics of it as much, but we do no, like to talk about the economics
0: I'll tell you, of it. I'll tell you why I think why the artists are getting screwed is because it's just a it's just a like a, a carryover from the uh, from the old record record label model, right? Like the record labels totally cashed in on everything. Oh, and that's true. Got, yeah, I mean, yeah, now yeah. back in those days, artists were making a lot more money on these record deals, you know. Yeah. But at the same time. They were just like, they were, you know, The these record labels owned these artists yep. in, in so many yep. different ways. So yep. now you have artists which who are a little bit freer. They can do whatever they want. However, the sacrifice there is that they're not going to make as much money, you know. So they really have to push themselves. We talked about this so many times on the putt. They really have to push themselves out there and, and market themselves oh, in totally. very creative ways. Oh, yeah. And they can't just be like on Instagram promoting themselves. It's... It's going to – the game is going to change even more in the coming years. You watch.
1: I think that's right, you know, and um – um you know it's just a new world for these artists out there for the for people doing music and trying to make a living as an original artist you know th- you know we've talked about this a lot like you said it's both good and bad it's good that you can get your music out there it's bad that it's harder to cash in on it but there's ways to do it and there's people that are doing it successfully without being on major labels and kind of giving everything away so you know it, it it's going to be interesting to see how this evolves it's interesting that you know, the government's getting involved in it, and we'll see how it evolves. But, um, you know, ongoing, you know. Ongoing. Got to keep, gotta keep an <laughs> eye on it.
0: TBD. Speaking of keeping going. <laughs> Speaking of Pink keeping Floyd. going. Pink Floyd has reunited. Now, hold on. Not really. Don't get too yeah. excited here. <laughs> We're not talking the whole band. It's just, uh, you know, Dave and Nick Mason and um, and their longtime bassist, uh, uh, Guy Pratt. yeah um and who's the dude on keyboards um and anyway so they got together because you know i think just some dude on keyboards (laughs) just some some dude on keyboards um (laughs) so no so i guess uh, the the backstory here is that uh i think uh from what i understand dave dave gilmore's uh daughter-in-law or uh oh is that right it's somebody his family is ukrainian i believe Oh okay yeah cuz that's what they so did anyway. Yeah, they put this that's out. That's what they did. So they basically they basically put out this song with this Ukrainian singer. Uh basically to benefit the Ukraine right now. And all proceeds will go to benefit uh, you know all the efforts over there. So I yeah. think it's great. Yeah, that's it's pretty
1: it's pretty cool when these you know when these like very kind of you know well off you know mega stars use this you know stardom to do some good when we have these really horrible times and in, in the world so you know good on you Gilmore um and um you know hopefully people if you don't if you haven't heard this and you want to check it out go go check it out I think it's on like Pink Floyd's website or something right Dave you can go check it out
0: Yes, and I'm sure it's all over the internet. Yeah, Yeah. just Google it. Just
1: Google it and you'll find it. But it is is pretty cool. The other thing that happened, Dave, I think we should move this up to the news and notes. The other thing that happened is the chili peppers, the The red hot chili peppers. Wait a minute. Why are we talking about the red hot chili peppers here? So the chili peppers. So here's one thing with the foos kind of going on, you know going into their, you know, taking some time off with the loss of Taylor Hawkins, the the, the Chili's have kind of come swooped in and taken all their gigs, <laughs> especially Swooping at festivals, right festivals and stuff <laughs> like that. And you think about it like they're a great fit, right? They kind of have a similar type of a fandom. Um, yeah, they're a
0: great fit if you love terrible singing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here we you know. go. Hey, but I think we go. I think
1: it was announced, Dave, that they're going to be at the Boston Calling uh, Festival when the foods were supposed to be there, and they're doing that oh. like and they're doing that like across the country. They're just taking over for big. They're he- they're going to take over for like head headlining headlining shows oh, where the, where the foods were supposed to be there. So um, I'm so
0: glad I didn't buy tickets to Boston
1: Calling. <laughs> <laughs> so the so the Foo so not the Foos. So the Chili Peppers appear, they are p- putting out new material soon. John Frusciante, we 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 talked about this a while back. He joined the band Check out of, our
0: ch- check out our meme,
1: Hello Fr- Hello Frush. Hello Frush, that's right. He he rejoined the Chili Peppers for the second time or third time or however many times. He has rejoined the Chili Peppers and the chilies are kind of on like a media tour again and and they went on stern and you can go watch this live performance of the chili peppers on stern and you know the band's rocking fleas rocking john Frusciante's guitar playing actually sounds good dave i thought and will uh, ferrell aka chad smith sounds sounds incredible <laughs> like the, band's yeah, the band sounds great. and then
0: anthony kiedis starts to sing and it's like what the hell it's like anthony kiedis cannot has never been able to and will never be able to actually sing oh, especially live. i mean i'm sorry
1: talk about studio magic with his voice i was just gonna say yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that yeah, defines
0: yeah. studio magic
1: but but i think. I think think, like the band is so badass it kind of transcends his vocals. And if you think about it, like on the Does albums it? on the albums, his vocals aren't that bad. Like they definitely do some studio magic on the album. So it's so it's <laughs> do they so, ever? So, so so it's listenable. But then if like you, you see these live performances and you're like, wow. Like I saw that like Stern posted it on um, on Instagram like they usually do when they have these musical performances and the, the comments are brutal. The comments are like, ooh, these vocals are bad. And people are like, Oh man, they've lost lost it <laughs> <laughs> lost they're it. getting they're getting they're getting skewered they, on instagram that, so that, yeah
0: that's under the assumption that they actually had it I mean, well yeah you know, i, I, I mean, yeah they so, did they did as a band they were they they are a great band from a musical standpoint i kind of dig i do dig some of the music but oh yeah i cannot get behind the vocals I'm sorry I can't I just can't do it well especially live like go watch
1: this performance on Stern like
0: like Anthony Kiedis Kiedis whatever his name is
1: Kiedis Kiedis it's really it's really rough let's just put it that way and I like the Peppers and I like a lot of their songs I love the Danny California album I love Californication of course you know the Under the Bridge era introduced us to them I mean that stuff's incredible but it's like oh my goodness like this is these these vocals are rough
0: <laughs> dude i don't i don't i don't think you're breaking any state secrets here i mean i don't think you're giving anything away now <laughs> you say hey, i'm not giving it away give it away give it away now
1: <laughs> yeah i'm not giving anything away now yeah you're out right. anyway well you know we wish that the the the, the chilies luck on their upcoming headlining things and you know we'll we'll see what the new music sounds like dave maybe it'll
0: surprise you and it'll be good you never know yeah, the music again, you know, as long as maybe it's just like as an, an instrumental kind of thing, I'd be fine with it. <laughs> I
1: mean, <laughs> I yeah, maybe know.
0: maybe, you know, maybe maybe not. I don't know. But speaking of bands that are good, do you want to talk about our band you should be listening to this week? Oh, yeah. I mean, we so the, as we talked out as we talked at the top um uh with uh with Wolf and the guys being off the rest of the Young Guns tour. Dirty Honey has taken over, uh, I guess they're probably going to, I'm assuming they'd just be like the only headliner, right? And then just these other supporting I think so. acts will be yep. joining them. One of, their, one of the acts supporting them, they're called the Naked Gypsy Queens. And they are out of, uh, I believe, Nashville. Nice. And uh, they just recently put out their first EP, Georgiana. Oh. And they are awesome. This, at least I think so. This is so hot off the press that I haven't even
1: listened to these guys yet. <laughs> this is very hot off the press. Well, because this is such
0: new news. I mean, um, this just happened the other. day. It just
1: happened so. the other day, and Dave like pulled up a bunch of YouTube, and Dave was like, "This is incredible! You got to watch this." And I was like, "I'm asleep in bed right now." <laughs> um, that's basically how it went down,
0: right, Dave? Um, it was like nine like, thirty at night. Yeah. Well, I was asleep. usually the roles were reversed. Well, then.
1: I was asleep. What do you want me to? Wait, anyway? I was like going to bed. <laughs>
0: Um, but these guys are like, an, like a, kind of like a cool mix of like the the old school classic rock and blues, and a little bit of like a uh, like a more of a modern twist on classic rock. It's, it's they're they're really good, and the the singer is 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 crazy good, and uh, it's got they got a cool vibe. I guess I you know what I would really kind of compare them to, and dare I say this, oh, here we is go. a little bit of Rival Sons. Ooh, very cool. Just a little All bit. Right. Just a little bit.
1: You know? The Naked Gypsy Queens, check them out, guys. You heard it here first, or second. Maybe you already know this band. We're, we're, yes,
0: maybe you guys know it. If you have, uh, hey, comment below and, um, and and let us know. Let or, us know, yeah. But um, yeah.
1: and the other band that has been on a couple of dates with them is a band that we shouted out a while back, Joyous Wolf. That's yes. um, sharing the bill with with uh, Dirty Honey. You know, if you haven't checked out them, definitely check out them too. They're great. They got a great. They got a great kind of dirty sound. They're 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 awesome too. I think you guys would like them. It's Les Pauls and Marshalls. And the singer's great. They they just wail. So they're, they're definitely a band to check out if you haven't checked out Joyous Wolf yet, even though we have talked about them quite a bit on the pod. But yeah, and there was another one for you. We keep bringing it to you every week, peeps. Every week, every people. Week. Did you
0: check out the other band, Dorothy? I've heard of them before. Yeah, I, never, I didn't. Really there's another. Yeah, there
1: was another band on the bill called uh, Dorothy. They and, are
0: another great band. I mean, I, I, yeah. seriously. I mean, listen, Dirty Honey is the official band of the Guitar Dads podcast for a reason here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> because they know good music too not just them but they know how to bring it on it's stage true. but they also know how to bring it to you with other bands so they're a conduit hey, you know, there you go
1: they're a conduit they... for other awesome young rock bands and there yes. is no shortage of them out there and these guys are and we're bringing them to you every week and rock is alive and well and you know hope is hope is there for for rock
0: you know, yes well you know where rock is not alive and well is the this Grammys. is a good transition <laughs> I knew you're gonna go there. <laughs> just, you know, yeah. I, so I've Rock is hit Rock him is out of the Park tonight.
1: So this is the thing, though. So Dave, this is where Dave and I are not going to agree on this stuff. The, the mm-hmm. Rock is alive at the Grammys, and I and I'll give you Kinda. and I'll give you some examples. One example is her. The only. Her is an artist that we've talked about quite a okay. bit. Okay. Yes. So her is awesome. She's not a rock artist herself. That's all. She's more of an R and B kind of artist. And But she plays guitar, and she's got that killer Fender signature Strat, and her guitar playing is incredible. She She's just worth checking out if you're a guitar fan. She's great. Um, but she did a performance, and she did, like, one of her songs, and it was a medley into Lenny Kravitz's Are You Gonna Go My Way? And Lenny shows up. Lenny's there on stage. He's playing a flying V. They're doing Are You Gonna Go My Way. Her plays a guitar solo, and it's just rock and roll. And this is like... And I'm sitting there watching, and I'm like, this is like 20-year-old, almost 30-year-old rock and roll, you know, that's unfolding in front of us with a really new and current uh, artist, um, you know, making it, you know, real and new again. And it was it was awesome to see that. I mean, granted, there wasn't a lot of that kind of rock and roll stuff that happened. Well,
0: that's but my that thing. that was cool. Yeah, that the was performance cool. was... Yeah, yeah, the performance was great. Yeah. And it, it did remind me of uh you know the heyday. Yeah. But that's see back in our day, like back in the 90s and early 2000s, like the Grammy, you saw performances like that all night long, you know, and there was yeah. a couple of uh, then there was kind of smattering of like pop artists in there, but you saw these, you know, you saw the the Lennis of the World and and all these rock bands, right? Yeah. And yeah. now it's kind of I mean maybe it's I don't know. What uh, so I didn't watch the show. What else happened? Um, I only watch about an hour of it. The
1: end of it, and nobody got slapped, so that was good news. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> nobody got slapped. Actually, Trevor Noah said that. I I I caught the intro, and he um um I caught it like on the news, and and he said um he's like we're gonna have a great time tonight. We're gonna sing. We're gonna dance. We're gonna keep people's names out of our mouths. <laughs> So Trevor was funny, but um, but um, yeah, no, there wasn't really a lot of rock outside of that in terms of performances that were happening. I did enjoy, you know, shout out to Andy, shout shout out to Andy the guitar geek. I did enjoy the Encanto songs that they did. Um, Okay, uh, all right. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry, that was at the Oscars. That was not at the Grammys. Ah! I was gonna say that's
0: okay. That's the Grammys. I'm such an idiot. Jeez. Hey, listen! This is what happens when you record on a Friday exactly night. Exactly right. When you drink it we're when, totally when we're you, totally like drinking. You're drinking beforehand. a Mexican meal. Yeah.
1: Anyway, well, well, let's just do an aside. If you if you guys as guitar dads and parents, if you didn't check out the live performances of the Encanto songs at the Oscars, go on YouTube and check them out. There were it was fun. It was a good time. Anyway, there was none of that at the Grammys, and the Grammys was more about the pop and the and the R and B stuff, and and that was cool. But what I wanted to rant about a little bit on the Grammys, Dave, is. You know, the whole rock thing is is completely... It's gone in the Grammys, but we can't... You know, this is the thing. This is where it's like old man shouts at cloud, right, Dave? Like, rock is not as mainstream popular as it used to be we talked we've talked about this all the time yes we hope it does come back and become mainstream and popular it kills me but we can't really be upset at the grammys not featuring rock artists prominently the way that they feature justin bieber and you know her and megan the stallion or whoever the heck the horsemen whoever the heck they are Ooh. <laughs> i don't know Making the stallion, somebody the horseman. I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't know the names of these artists. Wow, the headless horseman. I'm,
0: I don't know. Some guy. Some guy that wears a marshmallow on his head. I don't know what the hell. I'm going t- on. What? I'm, I'm telling you. You're really. You're really pitching this thing to me. Um. And, and Maybe anyway, I'll watch next year. A, anyway. Okay. Yeah.
1: But no. But it is. And the foos were supposed to perform. You know. If if we're honest. The foos are supposed to perform, but I feel like the foos have been the only rock act at the Grammys for years and years and years. So, I mean, what's your take on this, Dave?
0: I mean, I I mean, maybe it's too soon to make this. Maybe I shouldn't make this joke, but, you know, sometimes I just can't help myself. But how poetic that the foos are supposed to perform. And we're talking the Grammys and Rock being dead for the Grammys. And Taylor Hawkins dies and kills the whole Foo Fighters performance, right? Yeah, it's kind of funny. I mean, that's very yeah. poetic. No, you're right. It's a little very poetic. poetic. And
1: like you you would think that they would have replaced them with another Rock act, like, b- bring in the Chili's. <laughs> oh, God. You know, like, yeah. do something. Bring in Wolf. Why They could have brought in Wolfgang and Mammoth to do a song. That would have been incredible, but... You know, I mean, he
0: was there, right? He, he was well, nominated. they, well, they do,
1: so this is the thing. This is the thing that most uh, people don't know is all the rock uh, categories are awarded in a different ceremony that's not uh, televised. I don't even think it's recorded yeah, for you to see it. Um, yeah,
0: these are like the uh, these are like the uh, the technical awards, at the Oscars. You know, like the well, yeah, uh, but
1: they they take up this is the you're exactly right. It doesn't make any sense. They take up all this time at the Oscars to talk about hair and makeup and editing, and they don't take up time at the Grammys to talk about rock and roll. It's 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 a little bit of a travesty if we're honest. You know, even though I well, understand yeah, the why it, they don't do it, it, it's still dumb that they don't do it.
0: It is dumb. Well, I mean, it's not. It's not dumb if you're all into ratings and you, you know, you're. Uh, what? Who? Who has the Grammys now? Is it CBS? Oh, I forget. No, I forget. It? I don't even know. But anyway, if you're if you're CBS or NBC or whoever the hell is is carrying the Grammys or is broadcasting the Grammys, you're you care about ratings, so you're you're producing the show based on. Massive, based on capturing a massive audience, and 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 if rock isn't going to do it for you, then you're not going to bring those acts in. That's you know? right. That's right. I mean, we just have to come to the realization, Dave, that it's
1: like, it's just not going to happen, right? Like the same way that they've never featured jazz or Latin music or world music or all right. these different things, like they're not going, they're not going to feature rock and roll either. And we just have to come to terms with that. <laughs> that's a good point. You know, it's a good. You know point. who won a Grammy is um, John Petrucci. Yes, did you he see did. that? Dream John Theater, yes. Dream Theater. Those of you who don't know yes. who he is, and one of the most incredible guitarists ever. He actually won oh. a Grammy. I think he's won Grammys in the past, but he actually won a Grammy this year, so that was kind of cool. Um, but the rest of the rock uh, categories were basically swept by the foos, which is I think we expected. But, um, but see, uh, I think to go yeah. back
0: to your earlier point about rock not becoming mainstream. Yeah, I feel like. And I'm not saying they're purposely doing that, but if we want rock to become, to come back into the mainstream, yeah. these award shows are going to be absolutely critical because if they're not showing these bands, if they're not showing the, you know, the, if they're not broadcasting these categories of, you know, rock categories and anything, anything else that wasn't uh, actually broadcast on uh, this past week, then how is the, the, the usual mainstream, you know, audience who would watch this show how are they going to become aware of these acts? No, you know, you're right. They're not really going to become
1: aware of them. You know, the the best we can do is like we were talking about last week when we were talking about, you know, is there going to be a rock band that rules the or a rock artist that rules the world again and gets to really be in the mainstream again? It's just so hard to tell. I, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's yes, it's possible. I think it could happen. Um, but I think it's, you know, it's going to be hard. You know, you, there are guys out there playing guitar now, like machine gun Kelly is, he, he's he got his big tour posters on like, you know, on the big, on the big arenas and he's got a guitar in his hand. I guess he's yeah, playing oh rock. Yeah. I guess he's playing rock and roll. I don't know what he's doing. It's not really appealing music to me, but, um, at least it's guitar oriented. So that's cool. Um, we'll talk about, um, we'll talk about Bruno. Oh yeah, so Bruno. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno, but <laughs> so <laughs> just, there were guitars featuring that one up right over yeah, the plate. So nice so, there, so there were guitars um, featured in the Grammys. You know, opening the show while uh, Bruno Mars and Silk Sonic, which is him and the other dude that I forget his name, the drummer guy who's incredible. And by the way, like we we love to talk about rock, but we don't only listen to rock. That Silk Sonic album is incredible. If you're into like old school kind of R and B. Um, check out that album. It's it's real good. Like the it's just everything about it's amazingly well done. Um, but they they kicked off the show and Bruno was playing. This incredible looking custom shop strat, and I'm like, whoa! Like this is really cool. Um, so you know, guitar is still out there, and he wasn't the only uh, uh, artist playing. Chris Stapleton played. I don't think he was playing a Squire. I didn't catch his performance, but I didn't think I, I didn't have one of those was, Squire. Baritones. I don't know if he was playing the Squire. We'd have to go. We'd have to go to the tape on that. But he was on. He was a guitar guy. I think Brandy Carlisle performed. She's always playing guitar. Oh, She's yeah. incredible. Okay. So it's not. Yep, it's not like guitar music is completely void from the grammy so you know we have to be happy with that as guitar dads
0: <laughs> so, was, was bruno actually playing he was, was I, I
1: felt like i could hear i mean bruno's an amazing talent dude like he oh he, he absolutely he can, he can sing and play him. and do everything i'm pre- based on like how i watched how i saw him interact with the guitar it really did look like he was he he was looking down at the frets making sure he was on the right spot he he was he was playing it sounded like he was playing to me Okay. So. <laughs> Dave's okay. like, I don't know. Dave's like, oh, I don't buy this. No, um, I buy. I believe it.
0: I believe an thing... art. Well, I mean, because this isn't like the Super Bowl halftime show. This isn't like a massive, massive production. No, 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 that Has no. to go off with no, without a hitch. You know, this. Well, is, they, it's the Grammys. This is more. This is this is the Grammys, but it's more. It's more in line with a typical, you know, artist performance. Yeah, you know?
1: it's a Grammys, and they do live music there. That's what the whole idea yeah. is, right? So it's it's right. real and it's there. Um, so that's cool. And, um, well, maybe not all the artists, but you know, I like to believe that for uh, Bruno and the boys, it was, um, the other thing I wanted to bring up was, um, oh no, I lost it now, Dave. Oh geez. You lost at the Grammys. What was it? It's gone from my brain. Oh
0: man. What happened? See Friday night. We should, we've got to stick with
1: our Thursday night um This is the typical it's off, guitar dad podcast. Rails. It's just completely off the rails. Off the rails. We're talking about Bruno. We're talking about the custom. Were Shop you going to talk about
0: another artist that was performing? No, I'm, I lost it. It's
1: gone. My brain cells are gone. A for category? The week. My no. My brain cells are gone for the week. Maybe I'll pick it a up. brand
0: new category: guitar dad of the year. <laughs> no, that's the daddies. <laughs> That's that's right. Check out our episode, the Daddies. <laughs>
1: you haven't seen
0: our very popular episode these days. <laughs>
1: you haven't seen our own award show called the Daddies yes. that happens at the end of the year. Go check that out. Um, at the end of the calendar year, go go check that out, and we will do another one. So I don't know, but that you know to wrap up the Grammys. Look, the guitar is alive and well. Rock is not alive and well so much on the Grammys, but the but the <laughs> but the Lenny Kravitz thing. And by the way, Lenny Kravitz has not aged a day. He's unbelievable. The guys, he really he's hasn't. like Ponce de Leon. He found the fountain of youth. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's unbelievable. I, and that's the thing. Like, what's up with Lenny Kravitz,
0: man? Like, give us some new material, dude. We got to do... You know, yeah. it's funny. I was i was thinking about him yeah. uh, a couple months ago. I, I was... Uh, for whatever reason, he popped into my head. I'm like, you know what? I haven't been list. I haven't listened to Lenny in a long time, and I started just listening to him again. And this, he does have a he has a number of new things since we re- were really into him. He's had, I obviously put out a, a number. Yeah, of new he things, has. But, yes, but nothing, nothing like, um, you know, nothing like his old stuff. You know, I really oh some man, of his older stuff is just absolutely. He was, he's stuff. just amazing. He's so good. But I, you know what, Dave? I think you're right. I need
1: to probably spend some time and go listen to more of Lenny's latest stuff um, because he's just so great. So I'm glad that they gave him a nod at the Grammys. Um, you know, speaking of getting a nod, um, let's talk about what's going on Uh-oh. in the gear world. We haven't really spent a lot of time okay. on gear lately. I guess we did in the last episode. We we kind of got deep into into Dirty Honey and Mammoth's gear. But there was there's a cool thing that has happened that I wanted to bring up in the gear world, and that is that Gibson has released... The Adam Jones Signature Les Paul, which was released, originally released like a couple years ago as a custom shop, uh, Silver Burst Custom Shop Les Paul, for $10,000. And it was a limited run, and they sold out, like, immediately. And what What Gibson has done is now they have released a Gibson USA kind of production version of this guitar, which is really kind of cool to see. That that's what that's what they're doing, and and it's basically like three thousand dollars, right? Again, not cheap, but for a. For a like an artist kind of signature guitar is cheap, right? Not cheap, but is a good price.
0: It's a good price. It's accessible. Now, it's accessible you, to average is...
1: people. Like ten k is not really accessible for honest. You know, no, yeah, it's, it's not. just
0: not. But still, now Silverburst is one of your favorite, if not your favorite. I and I don't own one on a Les Paul, I, right? And you don't. I don't own one. one. I know. You know what? And, Are we going and, here? And this Are we is going to go. And there?
1: This is the other thing. The Adam Jones signature. Les Paul when it came out ever since that has come out like old school s- Silverburst Les Pauls like from the 80s and even in the 90s like custom shops are like going for big big bucks like they used to go for like you know you could buy a an old custom shop Silverburst because they weren't the most kind of de- de- desirable uh, color you could buy an old one for like 3500 bucks, maybe 3000 if you're getting a good deal and um, now they're like six, seven, eight thousand dollars, and it's like this is insane. Like this is a Gibson custom Les Paul. They're going for more than like the Black Beauties and other v- v- finishes and stuff. It's completely insane, and and um, so it's hard to come by these Silver Bursts. So that's why I think it's amazing that Gibson's actually coming out with a production Gibson USA line of this signature. And it begs the question. Do they are they gonna do this for other artists, other artist guitars? We all know they do it for slash and there's like twenty slash Gibson USA signatures now right. and they keep coming. But are they gonna do it like the one that I would re- really like to see as a as a Gibson USA signature is the Jerry Cantrell, that that wine red one. Yeah. yeah.
0: The wine yeah. yeah. I mean, here's the thing and we've talked about this on the I mean the the whole rebranding of gibson as a whole we've we've talked a lot about it and i i think to answer your question i think this just falls right in line with their whole rebrand i can totally see them doing putting out more you know uh you know production models of, of uh signature guitars yeah, these yeah. some of these are i hope they do totally.
1: i hope they do and i hope it, look we we all know that on the guitar dads we love slash especially me But, um, you know, Slash doesn't really need another signature guitar, if we're honest. Um, so like... (laughs) No, but, uh, but you do. Yeah, maybe I do. But, um, yeah, like, let's see some of these other artists' signature guitars come up. I mean, there's been a string of, like, incredible, uh, custom shop artist guitars that are, like, just mega, mega bucks. Like, Joe Perry had a bunch of them. Yes. Um... Who else had a, an incredible one that I really Oh, v- Vivian Campbell had a really cool one. He actually and did. Vivian Campbell, yeah. He actually did yep. release that as a as an Epiphone, which I thought was cool.
0: He did release it um, as an Epiphone. And
1: maybe yeah. our buddy Joe uh, Bonamassa would do a Gibson one and not just an Epiphone one. That would be very yeah. cool,
0: too. Oh, man. If Joe Perry <laughs> did, if, uh, I would totally. Yeah, Dave would, would, I would, Dave have would have to have, to have to the like, conversation with the wife. and And yeah, we would have to go there.
1: Dave would take out a second because, mortgage. On I mean, his that house. would almost
0: be like a collector's thing for me because I'm I'm so obsessed with Aerosmith that I I think I would have to do that.
1: Yeah, Dave. I think you need to be lobbying Mark Agnesi and Cesar to um <laughs> to get you to put out a Joe you think so to put out a Joe Perry think, signature. Yes, all right. I'm on. I it. think it needs to happen, dude.
0: I think it needs to happen. But um, now what would they? What would they see? I would. Would, would he put, would, would they put out like the one with like his wife, with Billy, you know, his wife like painted on the. Oh, like the 335 <laughs> guitar. No, no,
1: no. But one of <laughs> no, his no, Les no, Pauls Les Paul. would be
0: awesome. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, that is one of his Les Pauls. he has, he has his. Wife, oh, I thought like, that was like a three three five. Oh, is it? No, I don't. Oh, think geez, that. I think it's a Les Paul. That's yeah, getting,
1: shows what I know about Joe Perry guitars. Anyway, but yeah, it, I think it's so a Les Paul. Maybe I'm wrong. May, I don't know if it is or if it isn't. But that that's cool. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was a cool kind of development um, in the gear world. There's other gear news that is less exciting. Dave, do you have any new gear news? What 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 are you up to over there? Anything new in your gear life?
0: <laughs> I got nothing new in the gear. Life. How is that no, possible? I, I, uh, I posted in our I posted in our Facebook group. Uh, find us at Guitar Dad's Podcast on Facebook. Yes, um, and check us out. But I posted those new Harley Benton, like what, which, what were they? called? Oh yes, like the MC, like something. Those were kind of. I agree with you because you replied. We I just said, said weird. weird. I agree. <laughs> they are very weird. Very weird. Harley Benton though we, is, is good. I have a friend in
1: town. In town here, uh, Eric. Eric, if you're listening, uh, shout out to you that's recently got obsessed with Harley Benton's. And they are, I mean, they are, Harley Benton's, if you guys don't know what we're talking about Harley Benton's, one, you've been living under a rock. And two, you should go (laughs) check them out because they're like, these are, this is their, for, for people that don't understand what Harley Benton is, it is a house brand for the Toman um, music store, which is out of Germany, they're basically like the Guitar Center. They're like the Guitar of Center Germany, of Germany and yeah. essentially of Europe because everybody from Europe actually buys from them because they're they're almost like a Sweetwater of Europe is probably more appropriate. Yeah, because yeah, they don't yeah. they only have like the one huge store and then it's like a mail order thing. But they have this is like their house brand and they make these really affordable, incredible guitars under this name Harley Benton and they're really good and you should check them out man you know what i you know you know yeah. what i came across and i think this is a guy that we should get on the pod dave i do you ever do you ever come across um agafish on um youtube do you know him who agafish no, i don't think so oh agafish oh he's this. awesome he he's like a metal guy on youtube but he's but he's awesome and he does basically he does purely like guitar reviews and he does a great in detail reviews of guitars and he actually has a partnership with harley benton where he has some uh, signature harley bentons and he has one it's it's a les paul that he has that they they are i think they're a little more expensive i think they're in the 500 hundred dollar range whereas usually these things are these are like epiphone quality guitars that are in the you know, two hundred dollar range, two to three hundred. Yeah, if range. Th- if, that, if that, some that, of yeah. them are. Well, the prices have gone up less. with inflation and everything. The prices have gone up a little yeah. bit, but
0: they're not. They haven't gone up. No, at, they haven't that much. gone
1: up that much. And so th- they they're a hell of a value. But he's got ones that are like a little bit higher spec, but they got like flame maple necks and more specked out uh, pickups and different cool uh, finishes and and locking tuners and stuff like that. So I mean, there's definitely a lot of value that can be had there with Harley Benton. So go check that out. That yes. Yeah.
0: Check out Harley Ben. And
1: check out the Facebook group, right, Dave? Yeah.
0: Come hang out with us on Facebook. We're uh, we're welcome. We, we welcome everybody. There's I don't think that we don't have any questions that you got all those crazy questions you got to answer when you come into Facebook we're not groups gonna, and all these like yeah you know, like like do you agree with all the group rules? Well, no, I don't. You I'm know, just going to come into the group this and just is, like you know wreak havoc. This
1: is Guitar Dad world. Like there's no rules, but if you there's but no if you rules. come into our
0: group and act like a jerk, then you're going to get kicked out. But so far that hasn't happened. <laughs> Actually, sometimes depending on the day, if you come in and act like a jerk, we might feed. Yeah, we might like it. We might. <laughs> we yeah. might pin one of your posts. Depends on it depends on what you're being it's a like, jerk We about, might pin one you know? of your posts.
1: So you know, come on, say hi. That's right, and um, we'll have some good times at Guitar Dadland. So, anyway, Dave, is that is that it?
0: Yeah, that was a that was a good one. Good good Friday night pod with the uh, <laughs> with the two guys. I you know i think i think maybe this could be an ongoing thing yes you know where we uh relax a little bit on a friday night and chill out and, and have a different a little bit of a different kind of pod but yeah that was fun yeah fun and exciting I think it so was. make sure you check us out at dad's pod on instagram come to the facebook group at dad's podcast check us out on youtube search guitar dads find us on twitter at dad's pod uh what else we got I think uh, I think that was this week's Guitar Dad's
1: podcast. That's it. Keep rock alive. Catch you guys on the flip.